I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH in Boston. According to one interpretation of the Mayan calendar, a largely discredited one, the apocalypse is coming on December 21st, next Friday. But plenty of people here and around the world are taking it seriously. In France, some have converged on a mountain to await the end of time. In Russia, there's been a run on essential supplies. But a survey from earlier this year says China ranks highest when it comes to end-of-the-world fears. About 20% of people there say they're making preparations. Here's the world's Mary Kay Magstad. My housekeeper, Ho Jin Rong, asked me today if I think it's true that the world will end next week. I heard that December 21, 2012, it's also on that day when winter comes. I heard it's the end of the world. So if the world still exists, that means there would be no sun, no sunlight. So people now in the countryside, every family are rushing to buy candles and to store these candles at home. Ho says that includes her own relatives back in her village in the central province of Hunan. She thinks they're being a little superstitious. But then again... I cannot tell them not to do it because I don't know whether it's true. What if it's true? Oh, they'll blame me for that. You've got to give people points for optimism when they think the end of the world would still leave both them and their family members alive and well and able to continue to rag on each other. In China, the concern that everything might come to a skidding halt on December 21st came in part from this. This mass suicide adhered to the Mayan calendar, which predicts the end of time to occur on the 21st of December of this year. The film, 2012, was a smash hit here. Add that to the mix in a place where rumors and panic have been known to spread quickly and where social networking turbocharges that process. 17-year-old high school student Pang Yanting says her friends are exchanging ideas. They just talk about it. They're reposting stories about it in a, a QQ online space. It's a, it's a blog. And uh, they just talk about, like, uh, who do you want to spend the last day with? Pang says she wants to spend December 21st with her family, just in case. Down the street, a young advertising copywriter named Guan Chang pauses between drags on his cigarette and looks amused when I ask if he thinks the world will end in eight days. <laughs> because CCTV didn't say... <laughs> so CCTV doesn't have it, it can't possibly be true, huh? <laughs> yes, he says, trying to keep a straight face. If China's central television, the government mouthpiece, isn't calling the end of the world, move on, have another cigarette. But Guan admits that even some of his friends, educated urban young professionals, are laying in provisions. Yeah, I heard a lot of my friends are talking about it. Uh, they say it, uh, there, are three, there will be three days, it's going to be really cold, and people will spend the three days in dark darkness. And after that, it'll be okay? Right, he says. There's that mix of optimism and pragmatism again. Others in China are making more elaborate preparations. One guy used his life savings to build an ark, like Noah. 
My housekeeper, Ho Jin Rong, is pretty stoic about the whole thing. Who knows what will happen? It might be earthquake, it might be tsunami or volcano eruptions. You may die, you may not die. I, when I was young, my mom told me the end of the world is going to be scary. A lot of scary things, weird things will happen. Or not. I ask Ho if she's scared of what might happen next week. She laughs. What's the point of being scared? She asks. I have to get on with my life. Still, she'll have the candles just in case. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad in Beijing.